0: Welcome back to Nerd Escape, the comic book podcast.
1: Where we talk about everything underrated and overlooked.
0: I'm your host Jablar. And I'm your host Kimmy. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah. We have a comic book for you. We're going to get right into it. We actually have talked about this comic book before on episode, I think it was our third episode. Yeah. And we feel like this episode needed a redemption episode, if you will. Yeah. This music's really blasting. I'm going to turn it down. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yes, we're talking about Bitter Roots. Volume 2. Volume 2. Uh, this comic book is very unique, stands alone, um, and actually is getting a TV show soon. Wow, I was so excited. Uh, will be produced by, either produced or directed by Regina King.
1: We like to see it. Yes. We like to see it.
0: And you like to see an all-black cast mm-hmm. comic book characters. Mm-hmm. That is also a very unique thing about uh, unique thing about this comic book. But yeah, if you want to go back and listen to episode three, um, my dumb-handed—I think when I pressed record when we were first learning how to do a podcast, I think I recorded from the computer mic on accident. It happens. And then basically I was like, "Crap!" We just we just rolled with it. So yeah. This the second issue is or volumes volume is called Rage and Redemption. Mm-hmm. So this is the Bitterroot Redemption. It's a episode, Redemption
1: you know. episode, man.
0: But let's jump right into it. Uh, we'll start. Uh, we'll start off with the creators. Yes. we will take you away on this
1: Oh yeah. So. We are published by Image, and so, I shouldn't say we as in Jabbar and I, but I should say that Bitterroot is published by Image Comics. So we've got our creators, uh, David F. Walker, Chuck Brown, and Sanford Green. They are the ones who created the story, as well as did the art for the story. We've got our colorists. So we have two colorists. We've got one of our faves. Rico Renzi, Rico, Rico Renzi, and then we—he's the so good. I mean, I would hire him too. We've also got Sanford Green, so as one of the creators, he's also one of the colorists. Amazing the, artist, so good. We've also got our letterer, which is Clayton Clayton Cowles.
0: He's all over the place too.
1: Yeah, he is. I can't remember. I know we did another um, comic book. That he was on, but he's a great letterer. And then our cover artist was also Sanford Green.
0: I just want to show you some of these covers. He does homage to a lot of pop culture hits. Yes, it's uh, so good from our time. There's the the Prince Purple Rain cover with one of the characters in it. Yeah. He even does an Akira one, which it's I believe. I'll just we're talking about the cover artist. I'll drop that on real quick. So you see the Akira. Yeah. Cover. So. We got some comic book nerds making these comic books you know they grew up with everything of course as it would be yeah but samberg green his art is amazing
1: so good and then we've got our editor which is heather antos i'm trying to think about most of these people you can find on um, instagram and twitter i follow the bulk of them on both platforms so normally if you just type in their name they pop up very easily
0: yeah. we'll tag them on our ig post so yes. you can find them
1: oh yes we definitely will so let's go ahead and move on into the lovely setting of the story so we're in harlem in 1942 and we're also in mississippi as well so there's a lot of transitioning between mississippi harlem and i do believe in volume two we actually go into a different place as well um outside of mississippi and harlem i think
0: we go to a place outside of the world it's interdimensional if you will
1: yes there's there's some interdimensional. there's a place
0: where it's like in between life and death or something and there's like a it, war going
1: on yeah i think it's between earth and like hell or something yeah. like that um but it's not called purgatory yes.
0: and it's uh, specifically, the era is the Harlem Renaissance era. Correct. Like, yeah, they point that out. So they actually make references to a lot of like real people in that time.
1: Right. So we have the. We've been trying to figure out how to pronounce this. Um, it's. I, I've gone through everything from Sanjiri to Sangurai. Um I think Sanjiri sounds right. Sanjiri. Yeah. I think it, it. Either way, we've got the Sanjiri family, and this is a family of basically people who fight monsters and they also create a serum um that it's it's a better root it's a serum that is supposed to cure people of their inflictions or afflictions it's not afflictions yeah. it's afflictions and this affliction is hate
0: yes basically, <laughs> whenever in this world if you're racist or you, you're like you hate that whole essence you become a demon yeah yeah so the racist people in here and the people with hate in their hearts and they just like go out and do that they turn into a demon legit
1: right it's unbelievable so it's the sand uh sandry Sangiri. sangiri family's job to basically cure these people of being demons it's very intense so they're also called um, so these monsters are called Genu, and so the you just follow each different family member, and there's so many different family members that do different things, and you know you've they're just a really good family about hunting and finding these demons and making sure they're getting handled. But in volume two. The demons are getting a little bit more intense and yeah. they're like really hard to kill and hard to cure so there's an issue going on where they're trying to figure out well why aren't these demons the same as our normal go-to demons well, that we're always there's curing.
0: demons on both sides so you have like the race hate demons and mind you this comic book they even touch on the um the the tulsa
1: oh yeah uh, the tulsa massacre yeah, the tulsa
0: massacres they have a whole like issue just dedicated to like Uh, The Red Summer and the Tulsa Massacre, and these people are all survivals, survivors of that era, Mm -hmm. and so they lost family members to that. And basically, there's the demons they call Genus, who are people who just turn into that because they're racist and they have hate. Mm -hmm. But then there's like the affliction that happens to the people who are the victims. And then when they get, like, angry, they turn into demons, too. Right. And I think a demon comes from the other dimension and, like, starts influencing the other side, being oh, yeah. like, you need to attack them. So they're, like, pretty much just causing chaos and the war.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, like, the whole entire setting for both the first volume and the second volume.
0: Yes. Um, there's a lot of characters, so I'll try to make this quick. Of course, you have the Sengiri family. They have been fighting the Genu demons for years. Um and they find a cure. It's from a root. It's called the Fafino root. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's based on a real root or not. I don't think so. But um, they, there's different ways to dispose of the demons. The Sangiri family's way is to cure them with this root and uh, turn them back to normal. Um, I think they have an uncle, a, like a very hard uncle, who's just like, "Nah, I'm into exterminating them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he kills the demons. Um, but yes, they they cure the demons and basically I'll just touch on some of the family members. You have a Berg uh, Berg is the oldest of the cousins um, and there's Colin and blink are the other cousins. Uh, but basically he's, just this is bulky, big muscle guy of the group, but he's also sarcastic and he's very intelligent. Yes. Um, a very, you need to get out a dictionary if you're ready for this, because I thought I was smart and I had a good extensive vocabulary, but I was just like, what the hell's Berg talking about? And then pretty much every family <laughs> member's response, family member's response to him is like, I don't understand a word you saying, yep. boy. And there's good reason. They give like a good backstory to him, but, um, some would find this annoying pretentious or ostentatious of a character, but it gives me nostalgic feels because he reminds me of beast from X-Men. Um, oh yeah. I've read a couple, a few of those from the nineties and he was that same thing. You're like, what the hell is he, did he just say? I gotta get a dictionary out for this. Yeah. Um, the next cousin is Colin Cullen, C-U-L-L-E-N. Uh, C-U-L-L-E-N. Uh, he's the youngest cousin. He's skinny. He's like a normal, just like body type. Mm-hmm. And he's like in training to fight the demons. He's like the future of the Sangeri family. And so he's getting like picked on, but he goes through a whole growth oh, where yeah. he becomes like kind of very chip on his shoulder, like very, like he's, he's still, de- he deals with a lot. Yes, yes. he does. You'll, you'll see, you got to read Bitter Roots. Um, Cullen is a great character. Um, he eventually has the potential to become a badass. Yes. He really does. Um, there's Blink, and Blink is the middle cousin, and she's just all around really good at fighting. Um, the Her elder doesn't want her to fight, but she's like, you know, she wants the elder. She thinks that women should be there, like making the root medicine, yeah. but Blink's the best fighter out of all of them. And so... Hands down. Yeah. And the artwork is just ridiculous. Like, it's amazing. I mean, the color backdrop and everything, I believe in the first one. The fight scene was, uh, I think, Colin is like almost coming off the screen. But yes, um, those are the cousins, and they're fighting the Gnu all the time, and that they're all they are also orphans of yes. the Red Summer and the Tulsa Massacre. And then you have Ford St. who's in Mississippi in 1924. Mm. Um, he Ford is the black sheep of the family. Um, he seems what a cast out of the family because he just kills the demons. Yeah. He doesn't try to cure them. Um, I think the words he put it as. Uh, he's just, he's in the extermination business of the demons. He's like not going to tolerate it. Um, and then you have Uncle Enoch. 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 And Uncle Enoch, um, he's an alchemist of the family. Yeah. Um, and the cousins, mostly Blink, hold a strong resist, uh, resentment towards him um he blames him for the they blame him for the family death mm-hmm. um and they kind of touch into that but he has like these like crazy little robotic hamster creatures that like help him out they don't yeah really go into they're like they super
1: cute they don't go into detail about
0: them they can sense when the genu around so it kind of helps them a lot yeah um they're
1: so cute yeah i want one
0: but yes all the cousins like i said four characters are survivors of the tragic violent events specifically the black community, such as the Red Summer of 1919, a year where violence and crime was committed on black communities and was unchecked by law enforcement. Um, so murder, you name it, everything like that, the Tulsa riots. And so it's a crazy that this, the setting of the characters, that's their backstory. It's right. like they have a lot of resentment, but still like they're trying to cure the racist, ignorant stuff because and it's crazy the concept. It's just like, if you think about it, it's like, I can't imagine back in the day, like someone having so much hate that they would do that to, to another human being. It's kind of like they were demons.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Hands down. And they
0: still are. And a lot of people when this TV show is going to come out, you're going to hear a lot of what they're making this show. They're making white people look like demons. Like, they're making races look like demons. Cause that's Truly. how our ancestors would be acting back in the day. You know, and still people today. Yeah. Get it together.
1: Figure it out. And
0: don't be a genu. Don't be I'm a gonna just someone down the street. You fucking Genu, and he's like, "What <laughs> you
1: calling? You heard me. Them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: Because <laughs> yes, of the setting, the characters, uh, yeah, and um, it's very heartfelt. It's good stuff.
1: It's a good one. I really like it.
0: Yeah, that it's was one of my favorites. Yeah, and it's very, like I said, unique. Um, like I said, there's not. I can't, I can't think of any comic book that has like.
1: No, there's like none that have these aspects that I'm in them, and like. I couldn't put either one of these down. And the second volume is pretty, it's pretty hefty. Like, there's a lot of pages in it. And I just, I had to, I binge read it. And then I was like, I can't read anything else. But it was like that good. So I was like, I'm exasperated. (laughs) But, Bitterroot, please go pick it up. It's a really good read. And it's really honestly a great way to, like, I don't want, I'm not sure if sympathize or, Empathize is probably the better word, but it's it's a great way to empathize with a lot of Black people and what they go through on a regular basis, especially now, and kind of seeing how times have are really starting to kind of repeat itself. So it's a great read, and it's just also really good to kind of have that insight um, story-wise, and then the characters are really lovable. So... It's a good, it's a good read, y'all.
0: Please go read it. And to top it off, on both volumes in the back, you get uh, professors, uh, article writers, and journalists who write a- whole articles on the the Red Summer and like how it relates to this. Um, Horror genre, even with like the black community, and yeah. so there's a lot of good information back here where like they give you so much good stuff, and all these writings like will hit you right in the heart. And I the brain. love learning it's material, really good. And the whole thing about Bitter Roots is it's the bitter root of racism that we all like, it's still buried underneath America and around the world, and it needs to be pulled up, you know. Um, We'll jump straight into questions. questions. Questionnause. Um, we'll just do the standards. Uh, what was your favorite thing about Bitterroot?
1: As a whole or volume two?
0: Volume two. We'll just do volume two.
1: Volume two, I think my favorite part, uh, you know, this is always so hard because I think we, I like the character development a lot in this one. Because, granted, you get some character development in the first volume, but this one really, really hones in on some of the bigger characters. So, they hone in on Cullen, and then they hole, hole in um, on Blank, And it, it it was just really, really good to kind of see the, the characters build up and kind of see where they came from and where they're going. So, I want to say that is my
0: favorite part. Okay. My favorite part, I was it. Everything about it is really good, but man, the art just— It's good. Sanford Green, like, it's like old school X Men. Just like I don't know, I, I want to say like the big thighs, but like it has that like <laughs> big char- character, character like hero- heroic art. Yeah. And it's just it—it's so good. Like even the back part of it, it's just like the color paneling, and they give like he goes over the texture of the color. He put like a lot of layers on the colors. Okay. Yeah. And. It's just I mean look at that. It's like a whole little dimension hole opening over there. It's a uh, what's the greek term? Is it heroic? Like uh, like you know, it's like you make I mean, human beings look like I don't want to say romantic. Juxtapa? No. Just, no.
1: Oh, okay. Nope, uh it's not
0: you make human beings just like look very big and like mighty and like it makes you just feel like like you're immersed in the story even more with these heroes and these characters cuz those parts where like the characters are just like one full panel like two pages of one art piece and it's just like boom like in your face yeah so the artwork and the color and the texture is amazing um so i enjoy that a lot so good and it's almost like he does a whole piece and then he's like poof just put that on the whole just just throw that on two pages and then we'll just like kind of make a story with it you yeah know? so yeah that the art is amazing Sanford green volume three is coming out um soon yes um,
1: i'm waiting on it i think it I want to say it comes out this month.
0: Well, don't the issues have to come out first? I don't know, man. And I got to say, uh, we did um, Farmhand last episode, and yeah. we're doing Bitter Root now. It's October, and we're like. Spooky. We kind of didn't line it up like that, where we intentionally, but it just happened. Yeah. And this is about people fighting racist demons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Um, it, it's it's fun it's a good thing and it hits you hits hard yeah and it's a fun read while being like real as hell too oh it's yeah. like oh damn like this is uh some uh, some emotion in here oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah all right um who is your favorite character
1: favorite character i think i said this in the first volume blink hands down guess what we don't all have to be in the kitchen as much as i do love cooking and stuff like that and do it making beer or whatever
0: she's always in the kitchen just kidding
1: someone doesn't help me in the kitchen Uh, so (laughs) i like blink because she's a warrior she's a fighter she's gonna get stuff done she's gonna make sure things are taken care of and that's me
0: that is true (laughs) and blink blink is a very very strong character yeah she is um i would say berg because he has like the oh yeah we almost forgot one um Ma Etna, Etna, is it? Etna. Ma Etna. Yeah. She's basically the elder of the family. If you see yeah. her right there, um, you know, she's the one who's just like, will give you a smack with her little wooden cane. I think there was one time where, she, like, she got cornered by somebody and she turned it on and who- whoops some mask. I think
1: so. I think the the white boy in there, uh, Johnny.
0: Hey, Johnny, don't hit on Johnny.
1: <laughs> I wasn't. I just called him a white boy because that's what he is. <laughs> so
0: Ma Etna's like, that's a good white boy. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I but I'm going to go with Cullen, because um, he grows a lot, and there's points where you're kind of like, hey, you know, you kinda gotta, you need to check yourself, dude. Like, you're getting a little too angry. You know, you're kind of, like, letting yourself go emotionally in this, like, but he goes through so much. Yeah. Like, he starts off, like, soft, he starts off kinda pretty naive. soft and naive and, yeah. like, you know, struggling in his training to fight these demons, mm-hmm. and then he... I won't spoil it for y'all, but he goes through a whole transformation really quick. Yeah. Uh, and it's so good. I We recommend going p- to your store, picking up Bitter Roots. If you don't read comic books, start off here. Yeah. You know, this is, we like to touch strange genres here, and this is good. And you can read it before the TV show comes out, so you can be like, I read the comic book first. Yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go Colin. They're good. But okay. But all, all round good characters. Oh,
1: yeah. I think all of them were just, like, really, really well-rounded, and just, you like all of them. You really do, despite, like, what their past and what their futures are
0: any other comments
1: i don't think so it's just a really good read I, yeah. i'm like we don't know what else to tell y'all except for go read it it's simple
0: and i said check out uh if you go through our audio episodes if you're watching on youtube our we do discography yes um if you go to spotify type in nerd escape uh i think episode three we have this mm-hmm. and w- we try to keep it our time under a little bit more, cut these episodes a little short, but I think we have a good episode, and we actually talk about a lot of crazy stuff. Because I think when we first read Volume One, it was kind of a revolutionary on our minds that yeah. that this comic book exists and it's created. And thank you so much to the creators for doing this. Yes. Because if y'all were doing it, I don't know anyone else who would do put the time and the work on this. And it's Eisner Award winning Best Continuing Series winner. Yes. 2020. Yes. 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 Bitterroot, pick it up.
1: Or we'll come find you. And we'll force you to read it. We'll tie you down. And we will show you the comic book. This
0: is torture. Is it?
1: (laughs) All right, y'all.
0: Once again, thank you for listening. Um, If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, please. please. Uh, Leave a comment. Tell us. If you know, we love critiques. You know, you can tell us how. What would help? You know, if you want to see more of the comic book, you know, we're always open for comments, suggestions, and just say hi. Um, Give us a rating anywhere you can. Follow us 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 on IG Nerd underscore Escape. We do post pictures more so of the comic book and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But until then, um, this is Nerd Escape, the comic book podcast
1: where we talk about everything underrated and overlooked.
0: I'm your host Jablaw.
1: And I'm your host Candy.